arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. And a good Saturday morning and a happy new year to everyone out there this morning. Indeed, this is this morning's edition of Creative Cafe, a presentation of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, where each week Creative Cafe providing an inside look at the art scene in the Kalamazoo area, talking with those who make a difference in the arts world in this area. And of course, we'll be joining up with Kristen Chesick in just a few moments. Clear skies out there this morning, 13 degrees. Oh, it feels like two above with that southeast wind at about nine miles an hour this morning. And just as a reminder, as a winter weather advisory goes into effect at about 6 p.m. this evening through first thing at tomorrow morning with the chances for some tree freezing drizzle, drizzle and some snow. So just kind of keep that in mind for your late night travels. Let's get things underway for this morning's edition of Creative Cafe on News Radio 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO. So good morning. Good morning. How you doing? I am good. I'm good. I'm here this morning with Dwandra Lampkin. She is an actress and a playwright mm-hmm. and a professor of theater at Western Michigan University. Yes. Good Welcome. to be here. Yes. Thank you. Yes. What is your favorite morning beverage? Um, it's funny. I don't really do the morning beverage thing. However, in the rare occasion that I do, I'm a slightly addicted to grape juice. So I love a big glass of okay. Welch's grape juice. Welch's grape juice. Yeah. Uh, purple or white? Purple. Purple grape Not juice. Not crazy about the white. Yeah. White yeah. probably doesn't have much flavor. Doesn't taste the same to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Purple grape juice. Yes. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, wondering this morning, um, as I always wonder when I get to talk to artists, yeah, how, when did you know you wanted to become an artist? How did you know that this was this was it? This was your vocation? You know, it's interesting. I was painfully shy as a little girl. However, that is when I believe I actually caught the acting bug. Yeah, my parents took me to see in a production of A Raisin in the Sun, and it was something about what was happening on that stage. That little five year old me sort of, I was mesmerized. Mm -hmm. And I think it caught me then, and I just didn't ever want to stop doing it. And it's led to here I am today, an adult. An adult. Yeah. Doing what you love to do. Doing what I love to do, yeah. That is great. So you went to school for acting then, or playwright, or directing? No, acting. I actually went to undergrad for acting, then Mm -hmm. went on to graduate school, got my master's in acting. So definitely followed the journey and stuck to it. Right. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. Um, you have a very popular and widely produced project uh, called The Conviction of Lady Lorraine. It's a one-woman show. Yes. Wondering what that show's about. The, uh, the Conviction of Lady Lorraine, it's about so many things, but when I try to put it in a nutshell, I often say that it's uh, a show about a woman, me, because it's based on my true journey, trying to explore the journey of another woman. Uh, and in the process of me exploring her journey, I soon discovered that I was actually the one that I needed to get to know better. So I used all my energy trying to get to know her, but discovered, oh, you're the one that you need to sort of get closer to. Do some uh, diving into who you are and what you're doing and why it is that you're doing it. 
Okay. So, so yeah. can you tell us a little bit about uh, the show, about the, this other woman and, and what the premise is? Absolutely. About 10 years ago, I was in Memphis, Tennessee, uh, actually interviewing for a teaching position at the University of Memphis. And often when they bring you to these schools to interview you, someone takes you on a tour. Mm-hmm. So I'm on this tour in Memphis, Tennessee. I come across this monument or historical building that I recognize, but realizing, wait, how do I know this building? Ended up being the Lorraine Motel, which is where Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I didn't register it as being in Memphis, Tennessee. I think I thought Birmingham, Alabama. So here it was in front of me, but across the street from this building was a woman. I now know her as Jacqueline Smith, but it was something about her that I was drawn to. I jumped out of the car, told the person driving me around, could you just hold on a minute? Went across the street, stood in front of her, and she simply asked me, where are you from? (laughs) And at the time, I lived in Indiana, and I simply said, I live in Indiana. And Mm -hmm. she let out a, huh. And from that moment on, I thought, who is this woman? What is she doing? And I need to tell her story. So the show is about what happened to me once I returned back to Memphis to get her permission to tell her story. And I don't want to give any more away, but that is what it's about, the self-discovery that happened. So you actually got to interview Uh, the woman that the story is about. Yeah, I got to interview her. I ended up interviewing myself a whole lot, though. Okay. Okay. That's really where the bulk of the show, yeah, lies. Right. So it it feels very much like it's it's uh, gets at right at the heart of what theater is about about that storytelling. Absolutely. And as an actor going on that journey, and you go on your own journey. Yes. Right through the storytelling. Absolutely. You're in rehearsals now for another production of Lady Lorraine. I am soon. Yeah, yeah. coming up next week, but in the process of rehearsing, re-rehearsing, re-rehearsing. it again. Yeah. Okay, and that's at K College. That's at K College, okay. actually on January 14th and 15th. Yep, okay. two shows. So okay. it's been yeah quite interesting, just because once you with everything that's happened, theater sort of came to a halt. Mm-hmm. Not a lot was going on, but now get your when you once you get to revisit a show after not doing it for a little bit, it's been about a year and a half mm-hmm. to two years. I've changed in those two years, so the show, even though I still have the same script that I'm working with, mm-hmm. because I'm in a different place than when I was the last time I did it, the world's in a different place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a lot of relearning. It's not only relearning the lines because I've been away from them so long, but mm-hmm. trying to figure out what does the show now mean to me as I now share it with audiences again. Gotcha. And yeah. do you think audiences, even if they've seen the show before, If they come to see it again, it's going to mean something different. I absolutely do. It's funny you say that because some neighbors of mine have seen the show at Mm -hmm. two different points. And they said to me, oh, we're going to be there. And I thought, but you've already seen it twice. (laughs) And my neighbor said to me, well, yeah, I've seen it twice, but that was at different times. And that kind of, yeah, I thought, what, you know what? She's right. Okay, then yes, (laughs) please come again. So absolutely. If you've seen it again, I think that you will walk away with something different Mm -hmm. uh, than before. And so next weekend, yes, Festival Playhouse at Kalamazoo College. That's up there, Balch Balch Theater. Balch Theater, or Balch yeah, Theater. both seven thirty shows. And mm-hmm. for those of you who aren't big night people, it's a short show, about seventy minutes long. Mm-hmm. So 
you can have dinner, come see the show, and get home at a reasonable time as well. Okay. Is and it, I, I do want to mention it's yeah. free to the public as well. Oh, yes. So free to the public. However, you do need to reserve seats uh, on the website through K College. So make sure you do that as well. Okay. And when you think back to that five-year-old girl who <sighs> saw Raisin in the Sun. Yeah. And then you think about this project now. Does it does it feel like a bucket list project? Does it feel like, or are you still? Boy, that's a great question. I will say that it's interesting because seeing that performance of A Raisin in the Sun, mm-hmm. you have all these different characters. Mm-hmm. This is a different undertaking. This idea of a solo show, you're up there by yourself. You're having to work different kinds of muscles because mm-hmm. you don't have anybody else to rely upon. <laughs> However, I will say that the audience for me serves as co-actors, mm-hmm. right? Based on where they are on any given night affects where I am. Even though they can't tell me what line is next, they absolutely do feed the way and the direction that I take the story in. So it's not so much a bucket list project, but it's just another sort of element for me to dive into as a performer. This idea that storytelling can be one person or it can be many people, but regardless, at the end of it all, you want the audience to leave feeling inspired or I don't know. You want it to be thought provoking. Mm-hmm. And I think this show does that because there's so many elements to it that people leave and I want them to want to talk about it more. So talk back for this show? I think that we have scheduled mm-hmm. talkbacks. I, I know that we mentioned it early on, so that's going to yeah. have to be something I remind them of. Okay, good, yes. good, good. Well, I'm looking forward to the production. Thank you. Um, glad to know it's uh, – I'm always astonished when we can produce theater for free. So that's um, – so I know that there are probably underwriters out there in the world that we need to thank. Absolutely. To be able to do that, but that's a barrier, obviously, that that is taken away. So hopefully we will see some full crowds. I hope so. Yes. Fingers crossed. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us thank this morning. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. been speaking with Dewandra Lampkin. Actress, playwright, and professor of theater at Western Michigan University. Happy New Year from the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. At the Arts Council, we hope one of your New Year's resolutions is to experience more in 2022. You can discover the great arts and cultural happenings in Kalamazoo all in one place. The Arts Calendar at KalamazooArts.org. There you'll be able to find out about all of the theater, dance, music, and visual art you can experience all year long. Right here in Southwest Michigan, a plethora of in-person and virtual events are at your fingertips. So go ahead and make a resolution to create a connection and experience more in 2022. This message is brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, proudly supporting more than 200 artists and arts organizations in our community. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo exists to infuse arts and culture into the commercial, educational, and creative economies of our region. You can learn more anytime at kalamazooarts.org. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. As we continue with this morning's edition, and of course joining us in the studio, Kristen Chesick. Good morning. Good morning. My second uh, guest this morning on Creative Cafe is Deanna Omani. And she is the program director for Bead Venture here in downtown Kalamazoo. Deanna, good morning. Good morning. 
What is your favorite morning beverage? <laughs> I'm simple. I like um, lemon ginger tea. Lemon ginger tea. All right. So we have a grape juice and a lemon, lemon <laughs> ginger tea this morning. It's great. Love the diversity. Um, like I said, you're the program director for Bead Venture. Bead Venture has been around since 2003. Okay. And can you tell us a little bit about the program, when it started, and who it's geared towards? Yep. The program started in 2003 by a, a jewelry maker, Kristen Smith. She wanted to teach kids how to make jewelry, and then they got to sell it um, in her studio. And so we've been doing that for years. I, I came on board. Well, my daughter was a bead venture participant for a couple years, mm -hmm. and I really loved the idea. It created, it inspired creativity in her, and she's just, she's a good artist. So that was a way to get her engaged. And then in 2018, I came aboard to help um, infuse social and emotional learning in the activities. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we serve kids 7 to 17 years old. Uh, throughout Kalamazoo, we've had people come as far as Jackson and uh, Battle Creek. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're open to all children, uh, even kids with special needs. We can... Uh, help. Okay. Yes. And it, the the program was housed in the Park Trade Center, and but you're now downtown, 320 East Michigan. Yeah. So right next to the post office downtown on East Michigan. How has that been going? I know that you've been in there about a year, maybe Ooh, a little six more. Months. Six months. Six months. Oh, my gosh. There's my COVID brain. <laughs> it's only yeah. been six months. So oh, we okay. moved in June. And um, it's been slow and steady. We we people walk by while well, we're between the post office and Bimbo's, and I swear a hundred people walk past every day. So, okay. um, getting people in and they're curious about what's happening in uh -huh. our space, and um, you know it's slow and steady. But hopefully, more people will come down and support. Okay, so the, there are workshops with beading. For the kids, seven to seventeen, what um, what is it that you expect that the kids are going to learn with through through beading? So they'll learn the basic skills of beading. They'll learn um, the entrepreneurial skills like marketing, writing a business plan, uh, customer service, and then not only will they get to sell their art at Art Hop now because we're a retail store, it's always mm -hmm. um, available to the customers, so students can. Uh, shadow the workers in the store. They mm -hmm. can participate in Art Hop and, and work alongside other local artists and vendors. Okay. So you mentioned the, the store open all the time. So it, there's really two programs going on within that space, right? Yep. Uh, there's the Bead Venture program for the students, but then something called Handmade Boutique. The Handmade Boutique. Hey, so boutique. that's what we call yeah. the space. When we moved from the Parks Trade Center, uh -huh. we uh, gave the space a name and we invited other local vendors and artists to join us to help us afford the space. Okay. All right. <laughs> so what other vendors do you have? Uh, so we have we have uh, Shaquana Espinoza, who's an artist. We have, oh man, I didn't. Well, no, a list, no, that's but, okay. So, um, what does she do? What does what does Shaquana do? So, she's an artist. She paints on a, a, a uh, uses acrylic paint to okay. do canvas work. Uh huh. And uh, she's an up and coming artist. We have other artists in the space as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and you're an art hop stop as well. Yep, we're an art hop spot. Uh, okay. We have uh, soap makers, candle uh -huh. makers. Uh -huh. Uh, dial maker, peanut brittle, uh, 
Oh yeah, sorry. I'm very I'm very food focused. So yep, we do have uh, Papa's peanut brittle uh, made by Doreen Gardner. That's uh, there, uh-huh. and uh, oh my god! And then we have uh, so our our memberships dwindled because of COVID, right. and we had to think outside the box. So we have old uh, the old participants are, um, jewelry available, uh-huh. and then we do have about uh, six new students who are making jewelry and not quite ready to put their stuff on the floor yet. But, okay. So, um, so a place for, for students to, to um, learn a skill, mm-hmm. but also social skills involved. And I know COVID has really, I mean, it's hit everybody, but in terms of being able to bring students together uh, physically has not really been possible until very recently yeah. with the program. And yeah. But I know that you've been doing some great work virtually with different programs. Virtually, and we partner and you with still, other you'll, yeah, programs. You'll still, right, you'll yep. still do that though, right? Yep. So if somebody calls and says, I want you to virtually teach my class beating, Yep, Is virtually, that... or we mm-hmm. can go in person. Well, okay. I don't know about right now. Uh, yeah, well, well, I know, yeah, a little, little surge <laughs> but, action yeah. happening there. We, we've we done some camps. The Girl Scouts has a button that uh-huh. uh, um, badge to earn a jewelry badge. Okay. And so I've oh, had Girl right. Scouts. I've partnered with the Girl Scouts of... Mm-hmm. Cal- Kalamazoo, I think. In, in Kalamazoo, it's but in that's Kalamazoo. a different name. They changed okay. their name. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, but we have we have partnered with them, and we have two set dates that Girl Scouts can come from across Michigan to, and, and I think Indiana, to bead. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had up to like 20 students mm-hmm. in beading at a time. And they get to know each other from different troops, which was oh, that's quite fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. So if I have a student and I want them to learn the beading, I want to take them for a, is it a full-fledged like class, six weeks or eight weeks, or is there just workshops I can take them to? You could. We have several options. You could do a walk-in on Saturdays. We have workshops Um Right now, our workshops are tailored towards uh, middle school girls, okay. and we do some. We talk about different topics. I am a licensed therapist, and so I infuse therapeutic activities to inspire, mm-hmm. um, like self self esteem, self confidence, mm-hmm. um, learning how to work with the, uh, l- learning how to deal with the issues that t- um, teenagers are facing. Sure, and so. Um, you we do have our memberships and that's ongoing so like if kids have sports they can stop and then rejoin and so mm-hmm. it's a monthly mm-hmm. fee for that but the mm-hmm. walk-ins are like um on Saturdays where you could just drop in and Saturday see mornings, if they like drop it. Yeah. in that's mm-hmm. great so Saturdays from 12:30 to 3:30 from 12:30 to 3:30 yeah. you can drop in and learn about beading at bead venture downtown 320 east michigan and um if you want the the other side of the business, the handmade boutique, um, how do folks contact you if they're a vendor and they want to put up uh, um, their items within the store? Vendors can stop in the store uh-huh. and they can find us on um, our website, mybeadventure.org, or through the Arts Council. Uh-huh. They can reach out to us. We do have a phone as well. Um, uh-huh. The number is 269 269- Oh my goodness! Nope, that's okay. That's all right. I do uh, know four two five eleven fifty three. I'm uh, sorry, nope, it's four, early. Yeah, no, it is early. It's um, very very early. But yep, the, I'll say the number again: two six nine four two five one one five three. And you can reach out to us. Our vendor spaces. We do have spaces available, and uh-huh. try to fit 
different artists in that complement our beading work. The beading work. And then bringing the artists in, our students get to learn their techniques of art as well, Mm -hmm. which is a bonus. Great, great. Well, good. Well, it sounds like a very exciting place to be. Again, downtown, 320 East Michigan, Bead Venture and Handmade Boutique. Thank you very much for being on the show today. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. Well, thank you very much for uh, coming in this morning. I know, uh, you know, it's Saturday morning and one of the first of the new year. So I appreciate you coming in this morning and make sure you bundle up when you go back outside. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, that is this morning's edition of Creative Cafe. Thank you very much for joining us. Presentation of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Make sure you join us again next Saturday morning, same time, right after the 8 o'clock news, right here on News Radio 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO. The time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. Did you know that art can heal? A recent report in Harvard Health, a Harvard Medical School publication, illuminates the many ways that participating in and experiencing art has the power to heal. The publication states, creative activities can relieve stress, aid communication, and arrest cognitive decline. So do your mind and body a favor. Take that art or photography class, see a concert or play, or visit an art exhibition. You may find a new way to express thoughts and emotions or create new social connections. Art, it's good for you. And now you know. Join us next week for another installment of The Creative Cafe. And until then, enjoy all that creative expression has to offer. This message is proudly brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Find out all that's happening in the local arts community at kalamazooarts.org or on any of our social media platforms.